This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi, this is Carol Reed, and welcome to our show Surviving to Thriving in 90 Days with the 90 Day Divas. Lucy. Hi everyone, my name's Lucy and I'm the founder and owner of Create Your Future. It's a business that helps businesses with their online presence. Jen. Hey, I'm Jen Myers and I am the owner of Generate Leadership Solutions. I'm a certified business and leadership coach and certified DISC behavioral styles um, consultant. Also, and I'm Carol Reed, and I have a business called Soulpreneurs. Think of an entrepreneur, but for your soul. And I work with people on how they most want to feel, and lots of stuff around your business mindset, getting you really prepared to take on the abundance that's going to come into your business. Mm. And we're going to talk about that today, aren't we, ladies? We are. Celebrating abundance. What Um, is abundance? Yeah, what is it? Mm. Um, But before we sort of get really into it, we just want to say that we've been running this course uh, called Surviving to Thriving in 90 Days, and we've had some fantastic wins for some of our clients. So, um, Lucy, do you want to tell them about, uh, highlight one of our clients without being too specific? Too specific. (laughs) Yeah, so we've had a really amazing bunch of people join us for our 90 day business blueprint program and one of the person who came in it was a man running his business for a few years and he sort of felt a bit like a bit stuck I guess with what he's doing his market he sort of felt like every job was a bit of a a bit of a mission to get new clients and he never quite knew it just didn't seem like it was flowing so um, we started with first defining well who is the niche that you want to work with and who's the type well your dream customer that you want to go for so once we defined his niche market, we then went on to discuss, well, what is the message that you want to bring across? And um, yeah, weeks went on during the course, and he's really been attracting those new customers that he wants to work with that really appreciate his work, that see the value in his work, that he doesn't need to go up and say, hey, look, did you know he's really not really selling his service anymore? It just flows. And um, it's been amazing to see that the shift he's been going through and um really working with the customers he wants to work with and that's one great success it is a great success yeah. and for the, for those overseas uh, niche here is also niche in other places in the world but it's it's certainly just it's your it's really defining and we always say let's go uh, smaller before we go wider so let's bring it down into who do you really want to work with as Lucy says your ideal client and that's what he's found eh Lucy mm, it's just amazing yeah been amazing. and he's just being so specific with who he really wants to work and I mean honestly the world's your oyster you can just decide who you want to work with so exactly and that's what he did and and one of the things we talk about is that you know lots of people try and please everybody thereby pleasing nobody exactly so we want you to really think about you know particularly if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting a business or you've got a business and you've lost a bit of the inspiration for it uh, you know, working with us, we get you to clearly define. Mm. You know, what is that customer avatar? We call it. You know, look like. Mm. You know, really get into them. You know, think about their their habits, their interests. You know, really almost live so that you enter the conversation going on in their head, and that's mm. what he's done. And he's really getting his ideal people. Yeah, really cool. And Jen, you've got a good good story. Yeah, actually, one of the uh, folks who has been coming through um, the program with us is. A lovely creative, and she felt very 
stuck um, with her business. She'd run a very successful business previously um, and just kind of lost her mojo and didn't really know where she wanted to go next and was definitely feeling stuck. So what we were able to bring to the table for her over the course of the um, few weeks that we've, that we've been together, it's gone by so fast, doesn't it, ladies? <laughs> so um, fast. Is really helping her to focus in and because she's got lots of great ideas like most entrepreneurs, right? She's got heaps of ideas. So it's really kind of helping her to narrow her focus. Just like uh, the other client Lucy mentioned, narrowed his client, ideal client focus down. She really needed to narrow down the ideas of what she'd like to um, take forward because she had quite a few things. So I think now she's um, gotten some focus and it's fantastic because I've gotten feedback by email from her over the past couple of weeks saying, Jen, I'm in motion. I'm doing it. I'm, you know, this feels really good. So she's, she's taking the steps now to get herself moving forward with the business that she wants to take forward. So yeah, that's a big win for her. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And she's absolutely nailing it on some of her social media too, which is really exciting mm-hmm. for her too. So, you know, stuff can happen when you put stuff in motion. And so, you know, if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're thinking, oh, gee, umming and ahhing, what do I do? I've got this idea. Do I do something with it? Or, you know, you're in your business and you're feeling a little bit, you know, gee, it's hard work out there. And it is. It's, we're not saying it's easy. Nothing happens overnight. We talk about overnight successes. That's not 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 the case it takes a lot of work but uh the the reality is that you know when you work with a with a community of like-minded people that are there to spur you on and give you incentives and keep you accountable you end up making inroads into your business and going in the direction you want to go right ladies Mm. totally and it's been really nice also to see that people in the group have actually been supporting and giving feedback to each other so it's not Mm. just from us which is really nice to see that there's yeah this whole group dynamic coming together absolutely and that takes a few weeks to happen i think but it's just been yeah that's been really rewarding lucy it's been really cool to watch others Mm. jump in and go hey have you thought about or have you tried yeah, yeah, 100%. And then we also had uh, another another one of our lovely attendees who's really recognised, and again, she's been in business for over 10 years uh, and just wanted to, you know, really sort of make a few changes, become, she's feeling more like a business owner. That, that's been her comments to us is that she's worked the business and worked it hard um, and, and done, a, done a good job of it. But this now, she's starting to work on it rather than in it. She's starting to see herself more as a business owner, not a business operator. And there is quite a difference between it. And we go through that in the course. So again, if this is tweaking something for you and you're thinking, hmm, yeah, I probably do everything I'm, you know, in the business, and I don't let anybody else can't do. Can't go on holiday without yeah. thinking about my business. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't give that to somebody else because they won't do it like me. You know, all that sort of stuff. You know, you've got to get out of that mindset to be able to grow and and to have that flexibility that really you wanted when you became a business owner in the first place, right? Mm. So, um, so it's things like that. Plus, we've got people that are starting brand new businesses um, from nothing and still working full time and doing this on the side and they are making great inroads as well they've got their branding already they're starting to really you know printing their business cards today Mm. you know so that's really (laughs) exciting to have things like that happening as well it is and we had somebody today didn't we Carol who was just who has set a date when she's she's going out on her own so that's really exciting yeah totally 
But let's talk. So we so we next week we next the next session we do with our group is going to be on celebrating their wins and um, keeping the momentum going. But ladies, we're talking a little bit about uh, money mindset today because we had that come up in our Q and A. Um, some thoughts around money, Lucy. You had some good ideas. Yeah, well, I guess we all have these habits and we got taught different things in life. So one thing we really need to go analyse is how do you think about money? What what thoughts come up? What beliefs do you have? Uh, a good one is to understand when you start spending money, how do you feel when you spend money? And really start digging deep because often we just live and we're not quite aware of what's actually happening. And especially when running your business, it's very important to understand what are your money habits. Mm. And there, Carol, you've got a good, good okay. way of... A few little tips. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the things that happens with us as we're, as we're growing, we get conditioned, okay? So as we're growing up, we're, we're seeing the world through the people around us uh, through their eyes. And then we start to, as we sort of, which is why teenagers sometimes <laughs> rebel, because they are, you know, seeing the world in a different way. And, and so what was put to them first is changing in their eyes. And so um, thinking about your money beliefs that you were really conditioned to believe when you were growing up. So... For instance, I'm one of seven, and so my mother was one of nine. So you think about how money <laughs> works when you've got a large family to feed. Um, it can be quite tight, and you know we we were on a farm and we we did a lot of things ourselves on the farm and ate a lot of the food from our farm, but there wasn't a lot of money all the time. They always say farmers are rich when they sell, um, <laughs> which you know again, mum and dad did. They sold and they were they were set up okay for their retirement. But even when my mother passed away, she had ninety thousand dollars in her check account. Wow. So that's kind of amazing, isn't it? You know, mm. like she just was not used to spending. She was used to saving everything. And we had, you know, conversations like we can't afford it. Those were the sorts of things that I was taught. We can't afford it. Live within your means. Um, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. It's hard to make money. It's hard to make money. You've got to work out people with We didn't have this, but some people have people with money are evil. You know, mm. um, so I've worked with clients who have all sorts of different beliefs. You know, if I don't have money, I'm not worth anything. Mm. And that's a big one in business because if you think you're not worth it, then you won't be charging accordingly. Absolutely. And just, it's so important to understand your beliefs around money yeah. and actually delete them and this is it you've got to work through a process and we give you some ideas around that when you work with us we give you some ideas on ways that you can change some of those mindsets but Jen what were the conversations in your house you were you had a few conversations as well when you were growing up with money yeah well there were a couple one of them I came up in a very religious family very conservative religious uh, in the states and one of the things that we grew up with which you mentioned earlier was you know money is money is evil, rich people are bad, and, you know, they're always, you know, doing everything they can that's unethical to get ahead, and, yeah, it's just, it wasn't healthy, and um, the other thing that I grew up with as well was, <laughs> um, you know, if you don't have the cash in your hand for it, don't buy it, and, you know, so they were very conservative, not risk-taking at all, not saying that you need to be crazy with your money, but, yeah, so it's been interesting. One of the things for me that I always wanted to do when I was from a young age would be a philanthropist and give money away to causes that I liked. So instead of, I think one day in my uh, late 20s, early 30s, I said, you know what? I don't have to wait to do this. I can do it now. It's just going to be a small amount. So I set up an automatic uh, payment to go to a charity that I chose. It was just a small amount every month, and I've been able to increase that over time. And it's just, 
uh, instead of going, one day I'll be a philanthropist, I started being a philanthropist. So, you know, that's one of those things that if your mindset switches to, I am that thing now, it's quite empowering. Yes, it's amazing. It's and that sort of also leads us to, we always want to wait for that perfect moment to, yes, yeah, start your business, to do something, to buy a house. Sometimes you just have to make that perfect moment now and mm-hmm. start like you just did, Jen. That's amazing. Mm. And like Jen says, it's the I am discourse. It's the I am. When you say I am, so you are. So careful about what you're saying when you say I am. I have a joke with people actually that I say when they say I am tired, you know, because lots of people they wake up and you, you know, you wake mm. up and you're tired, mm-hmm. you know. Like the first, some people they wake up, the first thing they say is I'm tired. So what do you think is going to happen for your day when you're waking mm. up saying I'm tired? Going to be tired. Yeah, you're going to be tired. Mm. So one of the things I That's say, joke. <laughs> one of I say is um, I'm recharging. So I am recharging. So, you know, like when you meet someone, they say, how are you? And you say, instead of saying, I'm tired, you say, I'm recharging. And by the time you've said that 50 million times, by the end of the day, you are fully charged, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's way better. Or that, how are you? I'm good. I always feel that's just like, so. What does that say? Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Could just as well, yeah, not ask. (laughs) So our money beliefs are, are something that gets ingrained in us. Um, but it's something that we can change and uh, one of the things that we do is we work with you on on those things so we work with you on your mindset we work with you on how to get your marketing right how to get how to get bang for your buck Um, and and also work with you on these timelines and the strategies behind it don't we Jen? Mm, Absolutely so having having the strategy getting you focused on what it is you want to achieve um, and really walking you through the steps you need to take to get from here to there. Surviving to thriving yeah. in, in ninety go. days, exactly. <laughs> but it's also having someone there that you can really have a bit of a discussion or go a, a bit deeper. Because often our friends and family just don't know what we're doing; they just can't support us. So, knowing that you're surrounded by like-minded people can actually have a real positive impact on you and your business. Hundred percent. Hey, so switching tact a little bit. So we've been talking a bit about money blocks, but we have lots of other blocks um, that can come up and sabotage us when we're working. You know, there's that fear of failure. There's a fear of success. There's also a thing called a fear of completion. And uh, and there's lots of other little fears that can pop up as a business owner. And you've got to negotiate your way through all of this stuff, which again is why you want to be in a community of like-minded people that can help you with some of that stuff. But there's a few others, isn't there, Lucy? In fact, you, you know a bit about the fear of completion and Jen you've got a few that you want to talk about as well Brilliant. Yeah. go ahead Lucy yeah okay so the fear of completion is something that we have is yeah it's a fear that we're not quite sure what's going to happen once we're done with that because that basically means that we need to step into action and actually do something so we've so we you might know too or you can relate with this we love to learn and we love to learn more 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 but then you come to that point where you've learned a lot and now it's actually putting it into action so mm. there's a fear around that to, to actually start off to complete a course mm. like they say online what's course after that? What's exactly because yeah. they say I think there's only about 4% that complete a course mm. that's yeah especially if you're doing it on your own right yeah so doing it on your own and online that's often yeah. so there's another thing it's really cool to be in a group because you really you're motivated you know that oh, next week they wanted to know what I did last week and you're just and feeling you're accountable to the group right exactly so, yeah. yeah and Jen you've got a few others well I think I've got one that kind of ties into that well and it's that it's kind of building off of that fear of um, completion thing and it's, it's it is building on the fear of the unknown because that really sits behind 
so many. I think that's just behind so many of the blocks that we have that keep us from moving forward. And, you know, there is just, there is no magic crystal ball. There is no way that we're going to be able to predict the future. I mean, if you can, certainly get in touch with us and let us know, because that would be a pretty cool interview. But, <laughs> totally. um, heck, but nobody's going to really know, um, you know, have all of the perfect information they need to be able to move forward to the next step. So the fear of the unknown can dog us in so many different ways. And, um, you know, one of those things is digging underneath it to say, okay, what is at the core of what I'm afraid of, you know, mm-hmm. yes, it's the unknown, but let's go just, it's kind of like digging into what is your why, it's kind of mm-hmm. what is your fear of the unknown? Are you afraid of being successful? Are you afraid of failing? Are you a fear of, are you afraid of being rejected by someone, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's in a relationship or a sales conversation, there are so many different things that, um, you know, really tie into that fear of the unknown that it, it can be a biggie. It can. Absolutely. Yeah, those and mindset blocks are amazing. They're, they're huge. Really, they're they can huge. be. They can be the things that that do hold you back. Yeah. And, and oh, they're often. That's that is the only thing that holds you back. Yeah. Often, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Because what we, you tell yourself. Yeah, we're totally capable. Yeah. You know, uh, I guess the other thing is too. We love to have certainty. But if everything was certain, we'd be bored. So actually, we need a certain level of uncertainty, right? But what happens is we start to sit in our comfort zone. And our comfort zone is the place where dreams die. Mm, We do. So we want to be pushing a, a little bit outside of that. Just a little bit. And then another big mindset block that a lot of um, business owners have is like thinking, what do other people think of me? And then, okay, especially like social media is a big topic there. Like people not sure, shall I post it? Can I post it? What will friends and family think of me or just business partners? And that whole fear of being judged. And that's a big one that you just need to let go because what somebody else thinks of me is none of my business because at the end of the day, that's not going to be paying my bills, is it? So Exactly right. Exactly right. Mm. And, again, and I think one of the things that we mentioned earlier, and the money thing ties into that as well, um, in the money conversation, and that was comparison or you know, how much money do I have compared to the next person? Mm. And what do you always say, Carol? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Mm. Love Let's be song. honest, you can never compare the money. No. It's so yeah. hard. No, no one's th- transparent, so come on. Yeah, and success <laughs> looks different for everybody, you know. Like, and it, so there's no point in you trying to be someone else's success story. You've got to be your own. You've mm. got to be the one that's that's that takes the center stage. You and know? again, you can't measure success based on what you make. I feel like that's a bit of a poor. But people do. They so they do. So yeah. their 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 personal worth, you know, comes from what you've earned. Yeah. yeah. One day we all know money does not make you happy. Yeah, it's not um, your net worth. You know, like it's they're two different things. So Mm. it's and it's also getting clear on what you do want. So many people don't know what they want, and again, we provide that because we take that little spotlight on your business and go, let's pull this piece out and let's start really, you know, honing down and getting this piece really working well. Then move on and move on and move on. So, yeah, we're definitely here to be able to provide that clarity and bring Mm. that um, that joy back into things, and really also help you think about how do you want to feel when you're that business owner. Like, what is your ultimate goal? Is it to make those millions or is it actually to have a certain lifestyle mm, to contribute mm. you know make give back yeah yeah absolutely so anything we've brought up today if you want to reach out to us you can they can email us can't they if they want to Let's email see. or look us up on the website and what's our email the email is business at 90daydivas.com or we've got a website called 90daydivas.com 
It's 90. Yeah, exactly. And also we've got a Facebook page. Yeah, it's called Surviving to Thriving in 90 Days. So we go live on there quite often, giving you tips and tricks and ideas and ways, just trying to add a little bit more value to your business, to you know what you're doing. But do reach out to us anytime, even if you've got some questions around anything, You know, we'll try and support you as best we can. Our next intake is coming up soon. It is. So May. you can, um, is it May? Yeah. Is it it's, May? It's it not is May anymore, is it? Time flies. I can't believe it. <laughs> mm. Have you got any more words of wisdom for us, Jen, before we, t- we finish up? Oh, geez, worth a listen. Just so those of you who are listening, I'm not physically with these wonderful ladies because I live in the Waikato and these ladies are over in the Hawke's Bay region of New Zealand. So <laughs> we're separated by about a five-hour drive. However, um, it's just a joy to work with you guys. So, yes, I'm calling into these podcasts. Um, oh, words of wisdom, my goodness, around money um, and success. Take a moment at the end of every day to celebrate what went well? Celebrate your successes every day. You don't have to wait till the end of the week or the end of the month or the end of the quarter to celebrate. Right? That should be a daily occurrence. Absolutely That's brilliant. So good. And I'll tell you, abundance is not something that you acquire. Abundance is something you tune into. So when you work with us, just like you're tuning in now to the radio show, you're going to tune in to our mindset, the way that we work, get in this community and go from surviving to thriving. That's what it's all about, eh, Lucy? It is. And yeah, we're based in New Zealand, but you can come and join us from anywhere in the world. We're open and can't wait to meet you all. Yep, we're all online. So check us out, 90daydivas.com. See you soon. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.